0: On today's episode, we talk with Kim Braley, the founder and leader of KBS Golf Shafts. Hey Kim, how are you? Good. (laughs) Very, very cool. Well, guys, we are still at the PGA Show 2020. It is day two. I'm sitting here with, I mean, I'm going to call you a legend. Sorry. <laughs> I have to call you a legend right now. Uh, sitting here with Kim Braley. Uh, I want to say the founder and start of KBS. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Uh, Kim, our, our viewers really love the brand. And I think what they really like is the story of how it all started, too. Do you mind giving me maybe like let's go back in time, and talk about frequency and talk about how to measure shafts and what you what problem you solved? Okay. Before everything started.
1: All right. All right. This is going to take a little while. It's all right. Um, uh, we were in the golf club business, uh, uh, and my dad had developed a golf club made out of titanium with tungsten weights, and uh, and it was the cavity back golf club. And this is in the. In the late '70s, uh-huh. so uh, at that point in time, uh, you know, making golf clubs out of titanium, and, and you know, especially in irons, uh, well, of course, the titanium woods hadn't been invented yet, right? But uh, so, so in making these clubs, we were trying to determine what was the optimum place to put the weights and and those things, and there was only one place uh, that we were aware of that had an iron Byron, and it. it was in West Palm Beach, and was actually owned by Wilson. Okay, so they allowed us to. Uh, to come down there and do some testing. So what we did is we got two heads that were absolutely identical in terms of uh, the moment of, of inertia of the both horizontal and vertical axis. And I did everything I could do to the shafts. I put them on the deflection board, I, you know, weighed them, I, put, I checked the CG just to make sure that they were absolutely the same. So when we got down to West Palm and we were doing the testing, uh, the fellow that was operating the, the, the robot, you know, got the first one going, you know, straight, you know, right down the middle and uh, everything's all good. So we put the next one in in the exact same orientation and it didn't even come close to going to the same place that the the original one did. So what we were trying to do is we were trying to create a benchmark so that we could do our testing. Sure. And, uh, you know, when when that happened, you know, Dad and I just kind of looked at each other and and are like, what is going on? What's going on here? So the guy that was operating the machine says, oh no, don't worry about it, that happens all the time. And we're like, well, you know, it, 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 we, we didn't know what to say. Yeah. So anyway, we, we completed the day and we tried to do what kind of, we tried to do as best we could what we came down there to do. But on the, on the drive home, my dad said, uh, you know, Kim, there's, there's something wrong with those shafts. And I'm like, no dad, I, I did everything. I, I, I put them on the deflection board, I, I weighed them, I checked the CG, uh, you know, I did everything. And he said, "Well, there's something going on, and uh, we we know the heads were identical, right? So the only other, uh, you know, the only the well, only other variable there was the elimination, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually was traveling a lot at that point in time, so I went away uh, for a few years. I was in South America, and my dad calls me up, and uh, he says, hey, Kim, I got to have to come home. It's time for you to stop contemplating your navel and come to work.' <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, and he had a really hard time uh, commuting." My, my dad's brilliant, and uh, he he and I can we, we we could communicate together to the point where we could answer. You, you know, if he started a sentence, I could complete it. Amazing. You, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You and, guys you
0: guys have that vibe
1: together. Yeah, and uh, and, and anyway, and he was having a, a tough time uh, getting. Anyway, so he needed me to come and, come to work for him and, and help him out. And needed the help figure out this whole frequency thing. Yeah. So, basically, he invented frequency matching. And uh, he had me kind of figure out how to make it, how to apply it to a set of golf clubs. Okay. Uh, you, know, it was, you know, obviously the faster the thing oscillates, the stiffer it is. Right. And, and, and but we didn't know what the correct uh, increment uh, as far as trimming or how far the steps should be apart. We didn't yeah. know anything. So I, back then I went to the library because that's how you did research. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately there was absolutely, no, and this is at University of Pennsylvania. This is a good library um un- unfortunately there was absolutely nothing on the steel golf shafts
0: what brought you to Philadelphia that's my hometown
1: yeah uh, uh Westchester is that where you're from mm-hmm. no way yeah yeah what? actually Unionville but okay anyway down a little bit south of uh, I live Italy.
0: in I live in Roxboro manioc right now yeah, is that right yeah I'm actually a, a fitter for Taylormade nice and that's my territory nice yeah oh, it's
1: a good territory yeah it's fun so we're okay so um the okay. library with the library. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm trying to research these things, and there was nothing there. I learned a lot about hickory. There was a ton of stuff about hickory. Hmm. So I ended up studying ship masts and flagpoles and fishing. There was some fishing pole stuff that was pretty interesting. Hmm. And uh, I actually learned a lot with uh, shipmasts and flagpoles. But anyway, so uh, go back to the shop and start. You know, uh, you know, there's a lot of physics involved. So yeah, and I'm. I'm strong in that area. So we were able to mathematically figure out what we felt was the correct uh, stiffness throughout the set. Right. And so my dad says, uh, you know, here's what we need to do is we need to get the best players and and, and, you know, make sure that we're doing this correctly. Sure. So we raised some money and uh, we went on tour for, you know, the plan was to go on tour for, you know, the amount of time that we needed in order to try to understand better and prove out what we thought was, was, was correct.
0: Who were some of those pros that maybe started testing the initial well, well, stuff?
1: You know, uh, it was the, the amazing part was, uh, there was absolute, the, we were the first trailer on tour. There was absolutely, no yep. There was nobody, yep. We were the absolute first trailer. What on
0: year tour. was that? Do you remember?
1: This was about 1980 and, uh, it could have been 79 could have been 81, but it was, it was right in that, it was right in that time frame.
0: What'd, so, you, what'd you do on that truck? Were you building and measuring
1: and all? We, that? we had frequency analyzer. Yeah, uh, we didn't do a lot of building golf clubs. It was uh, we would we, what we would do is actually we, we would find somebody in the neighborhood, and they would just loved it when we'd come over with Ray Floyd's golf clubs, absolutely, you know, or, or whoever it happened to be. But Raymond was one of my dad's uh, biggest testers. And really, the guys that uh, put i mean, we had Arnold Palmer. Or, I mean, we had everybody. I mean, it was we had people lined up. I, you know to, to come into the trailer to listen to what we had to say about golf shafts and what we were doing back then we would take their favorite golf club it seemed like everybody had a favorite golf club yeah uh and we would match the entire set to that club and and by then i, I had done it enough so i i you know i knew how to do that you know i, I knew what we needed to do to do that and um and and it, we basically just it, it, we were doing R and D. yeah um, and it was, but, but in I tell the field, you, it, you know? it was so much fun. You know, I mean, I remember the first time I had to give something to Arnold Palmer. I mean, I was oh, were you were shaking. Yes, I absolutely was shaking, you know, and actually this was not, this was when we were still in the club business and he, it was a wedge and you know, I, you know, dad told me to go give it to him and I'm like, you know, okay, you know, I you give, it give it to Mr. him and, and he's, uh, he, he was, we were standing on a car path and there was a, uh, it was a car path with a, uh, railroad ties along the edges and he looks at it. And he looks at it and he freaking oh, no. slammed it on the ground and i'm like thinking what the heck is going on here and because i didn't realize that he was just making the club flatter he, he yeah he actually banged it against the uh railroad tie to, to flatten it out a little bit the lie the I'm lie saying, yeah. yeah and then he looks at it and he says mm, that's good. okay that's good and i'm like okay okay and then you know i went back to the trailer and told dad, "Hey, dad this guy just slammed it and uh you know I just, and he says oh kim don't he was just adjusting the lie don't, you know don't 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 worry about it and i'm like oh okay but uh it you know it was i you know obviously i grew up playing golf yeah and uh you know to be around those people uh at a young age was uh uh you know it it, it was it was very exciting
0: where'd you play when you grew up
1: i, I cannot swear
0: Kenneth Square. No way.
1: Uh Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, A lot of the clubs that that we operate are right in that Newtown Square area and Ardmore, Uh all those awesome Uh areas. Uh Um, Amazing architecture, you know, incredible Mm -hmm. courses. Yes. Um, Yes. So let's fast forward. Let's go to 2008.
1: Okay. 2008. um, I'd already done uh, Rival and Project X uh, and and, uh, we were sold uh, the company. It was originally uh, my dad and I started this thing and then uh, Brunswick bought us. Okay. Which, which was a, a huge uh, corporation. They were mainly involved in, uh, people think bowling, but that was no. a very small part of it. It was marine business. Oh, wow. Uh, they, they they were very, very big in boats and, and motors. And, but anyway, so Brunswick bought us and I moved to Connecticut, and um, which is where the factory was. Okay. which was really, And that was really good yeah. for me because then I really started to understand how these things were made. Yeah. And I became the... Eventually, uh, I became the manager of the plant. And uh, so I was responsible for talking to the customers, running this stuff through the factory. And, but but what it did is it really allowed me to understand the manufacturing process. The whole process. Absolutely, yeah. to the nth degree. And it, understood, it made me, it allowed me to understand what the capabilities were. You know, what mm-hmm. what is it we can do? Yeah. What Where is it we can't go? You know, the, all, all, all those things. But, uh, and that was probably, um, in terms of, you know, giving me a base to work from, mm-hmm. that, that may have been one of the, uh, you know, one of the best things I did yeah. in terms of, you know, to allow me to be where, where I am today. So we were sold, we were sold to uh, True Temper, yep. and uh, they were eliminating employees or they were eliminating, you know, their, their uh, rivals so um i had been fighting with these guys for a number of years and i wasn't about to go to work for him so yeah anyway um i uh was able to take about nine months off and uh this i get a call from uh from 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 uh actually larry Bodel, who was uh at one time the uh he was in charge of sales and marketing for true temper okay well he was working for a company called fst there you go and they didn't they 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 uh were they had probably been making golf shafts for about 20 years but what they did their golf shafts were on the low end right they were they they sold on price right they didn't have a brand so they brought me on board to create a brand and that's where the kbs came that's from.
0: where it came from i think phil was the first person i saw to play them uh, maybe in it, no way i'm sure others played them
1: no nah, there was a lot of the guys before phil he was the he was one of the first
0: really big names. I think that's when I, yeah. I finally yeah. saw it. And I was working at Golfsmith, which is, you know, all about components. Uh-huh. Like that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're bankrupt now and not around. But the component side of golf was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather was a builder in the basement, led that, all the tools to my dad. And me and my dad built my first set when I was eight, little junior oh, uh-huh. set. And then... Um, 16 years old, I built another set with him. And then when I was finally a golfsmith, I was pulling shafts and doing my own projects. Uh-huh. And that's when I said, I'm buying a set of these KBSs and seeing what they're about. And it was right before I went to college. And I played my whole college time with them.
1: Fantastic. Yeah.
0: So again, yeah. like this is-
1: Was that the tour?
0: What's that? Yeah, KBS oh, okay, tour so that 120. Was our, that was our first shaft. Yeah, first shaft, that was yeah. The first one we came and out with. what it did was it gave me, I played S300s. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's all I knew. It just gave me that trajectory I was looking for, and the feel, but also the dispersion. Yes, I I was such, I landed such tighter buckets out there yeah. than what I used to do.
1: Well, here's what uh, I believe that you should be. On the common what 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 people have thought for so long, and you know when these things get handed down from generation to generation, after a while they become they become almost fact. Yeah. But they used to say, or a lot of companies still do, uh, that you should play as flexible a shaft as mm. you can control. Mm. And I believe in, I, I, I don't, I, I believe that you should play as stiff a shaft as you can load. There you go. Uh, the stiff, you know, that allows, you have to be able to load it. Yeah. And uh, what, so what, what that does is it increases the energy transfer. So unlike uh, what people think, that actually, uh, by doing it this way, it act, the ball does actually go farther, but the real benefit is what you touched on, is the dispersion. Yeah. Uh, because of the way I uh, design shafts and that each, like if you, measure, if you measured a two inch section, the next two inch section, if we're going towards the tip, would have the exact amount of reduction in stiffness as the one above it. Wow. As the one above it, as the one above it, as the one above it, all the way throughout the shaft. So once that thing started, to load, you don't want anything to get in the way. You just want it to deliver. Yeah. You want it to flow. And uh, this f- formula is one that allows that to happen. And uh, and, and, and that's the reason why uh, a lot of people say that uh, KBS shafts feel soft in, in a positive way. Yeah. Uh, and they don't mean soft and stiffness. They just mean it feels feels at impact. At impact, there's feels,
0: almost a slight release yeah, that you feel, yeah, and, yeah. and it's very pleasing versus yeah. a harsh feeling.
1: Yes, and 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 that is a, in in what that what what happens. Uh, consequently, you went into the 120s. Uh, the 120s freak out in the low sixes. Uh, the S, did you say S3s you played?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The S3s are. Uh, in the high fours low fives yeah so you were playing a shaft that was a at least a full flex stiffer
0: even though it's, it's similar was actually lighter it's it, yeah, yeah, it was
1: actually 10 grams lighter Yep. and uh but because of the the way this thing delivers the the the, the, the head it, it, you you're, you were able to swing something that was a full flex stiffer than what you were used to and, and that's, it, that it, kept it, me it, tighter and it should have gotten you tighter it should have and um and uh it, 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 you know, it just, it just feels good. I mean, it's, it's a, it, that, that formula allows us to, 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 it just, it just makes a product that really, really feels good.
0: When I, when people ask me like in a fitting, cause obviously I have a matrix of all these different brands, you know, they ask me what, what's KBS all that? I'm like, just hit it, just hit it. And then we can talk. Yes. And usually after five or six swings, they don't have much to talk about. They're like, this is the shaft we want to go with. Um, I love, the moves that you guys have been making in these last 10 years of getting lighter, more stable. Now you have putter and driver shafts. It's 2020. Can you believe this?
1: Yeah, it's it's been moving fastly.
0: What is the future of KBS or, or I should say, like, where are you guys focusing all of your efforts on?
1: Uh, the majority of efforts this year are being focused on the driver. There you go. Uh, it uh, is, you know, this is a completely new thing for us. Yeah. Um, in getting to the driver you know we went through the hybrid which is incredibly successful Absolutely. the irons which were incredibly successful and that allowed a, by, by, by doing that and working with those uh the hybrid and the, and the irons uh allowed me to understand how i could take what i did with steel shafts in can i or can i not transfer that exact same Formula the way I the, you know the way I design yeah and and and, and going into graphite and we found out that it did with the hybrid we found out that you know hey this is this is this is this going it to works. work yeah this works and uh, anyway so that so we this is this 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 year is the first year that we've had a driver shaft mm-hmm. um, we were just now introducing it on tour and we already got some huge names playing it I saw uh, I saw Phil hitting
0: it last week yeah you know, the, on yeah, the range he,
1: he had a yeah so you saw that Instagram I saw the video yeah yeah that was pretty cool. Um, he's one of them. Obviously, uh, I developed Project X with Phil, so I really, know, yeah, you know, specifically that was his shaft. Okay. And uh, anyway, so we've had a long history, so that's great. Um, it, so, so anyway, as far as far as what I'm doing now is basically um, working with tour players. I'm doing. I'm going to be doing a lot of tour events this year. Awesome. Uh, going and,
0: on the van. Yeah. Doing some. Doing some talking
1: yep yep All so right. it, it, and also yeah. uh just trying to find out what it is that what we need to do next at this point in time the, this shaft this td shaft will be our kbs tour of the graphite
0: and then you it's kind of the same thing's going to happen
1: it, yes this thing will be the it'll be the, kind of like the, the benchmark the base the, the benchmark, benchmark. It, yeah. actually baseline's better it'll be, it's going to be the baseline of what we do going forward just like the KBS tour was. I
0: can see it now. I can literally see the path.
1: So, you know, we're going to end up with a C taper type one. Right, we're right. going to end up with a S taper type one. You know, that that will happen. Uh, it's just that we don't know which direction we need to go in first. So by, you know, obviously maybe four or five months, maybe even less. Uh, in working with players uh, of all levels, not just tour players, but of all levels. Sure. Uh, we'll have a much better understanding of what it is we need to do next with that with that uh, with with that uh, with the driver shaft. Yeah, that's really uh, exciting. In, in in steel right now, my canvas is full. I have every uh, every weight,
0: in, every type of flat, every type of trajectory. Uh, I spin. it's
1: pretty much covered. Yeah, it's pretty much covered. Yeah. From the Not, max I, to the C taper. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's what it is from the max to the C taper. You know, bringing in the graphite allowed us to do the bottom. I shouldn't say bottom, but the, the weaker areas. Yeah, uh, in a way that was still stable. Sure. Uh, when you get you know when you get below ninety grams in a steel shaft, I'm sorry, I mean there's just not enough material there to make it stay.
0: I completely agree with you,
1: and, uh, and
0: that's why the TGI came out and, and exactly, it's just more stability exactly, and that lightweight.
1: Exactly, exactly. With the TGI, we, we uh, the TGI actually is more of a uh, I, I shouldn't stronger player shaft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, and we, we didn't know that until we, you know, had a lot of people test it and, and we found that, uh, you know, we found out with the, or with an average player, it felt a little bit boardy to them. Okay. So we knew what we needed to do. So then we came out with the max, yeah. the max had, a, it was much more uh, flexible profile. Yeah. And, uh, for the average player, you know, the guy that's, uh, you know, the 90 mile an hour swing kind of sure. person. Uh, it, it, that shaft, because of uh, the amount of spin and the height that it that it that it uh, that it you know would, would ordinarily hit at, it would fit uh, also a great deal of people. But it but that allowed us to get the, you know so, so just to finish the iron thing, that allowed us to finish the the the, the, uh, the slower swing speed people cover we're,
0: cover the whole range. Yes.
1: yes, yes. And and anyway, so I'm really really comfortable where I am with with the irons right now.
0: I would. I mean. It's, it's such a stellar lineup. I mean, again, like I cover when I fit, I bring people through the all the brands, but I focus on you guys a lot because of the consistency... In flight between shot and shot and shot. You know, I look at the differentials between, and, and irons are so important. Yes. Yeah. You know, to put them in the same spot.
1: Well, um, everything that I've ever done, you know, I didn't even realize it back in, you know, when I was working with my dad and you know, 7.0, 7.3, 7.5, 6.5, all these different uh, flexes that we had developed. And, you know, I, I really didn't realize I was fitting people. Yeah, you know, I had no idea. I was, you know, you're
0: solving I, problems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah we, well, there was, you know, fitting, there wasn't any, I don't think there it was wasn't such really a thing. around now, yeah, well, but no. it wasn't around, but we were doing that, not knowing it and everything I've done in my entire career was based on fitting and the entire KBS line is based on fitting. I'm, I'm there's, you know, I, I, I it's the only part of our industry that's growing. Yeah. Um, and it, and it should be because if you're serious about this thing and you don't get fit, you're. Wasting. You're, 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 you know, you're giving up a couple shots. You're for missing sure.
0: out. You're giving, giving up some shots for sure.
1: But in, you know, in answering your question, the, uh, the, the, the focus this year is going to be on that driver. I'm excited. I really yeah. am. You are not as excited as I am. <laughs> um,
0: but, I have a, just a couple of random questions. Uh, if KBS was to have their own golf course, how many holes would it have? Would it have 18 or would it have a random number?
1: No, no, we would have, uh, Thirty-six with a uh, nine-hole uh, par three.
0: I love the nine-hole par three. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Do you get to play often anymore?
1: Yes, I, I play quite a bit. There um, you go.
0: How, where do you travel in the U.S.? All over.
1: Yeah, wherever I, you know, I generally, you know, wherever the tour events are.
0: So where are you home? Where's home for you?
1: Home Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Awesome.
0: I love Scottsdale. I Used to go there as a kid. I think that was actually where I first putted on a real green when I was like three or four years old. Well, with my with my dad. Well, it, it, uh,
1: it's a golf destination. It's a golf know? spot, yeah. And uh, in terms of the number of tour players and all that, and it's it's a great place for me to work. Yeah. Uh, Tom Kalinowski, who's my partner in R and D, is a member at Whisper Rock, so he oh, works wow. up there a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has access to you know a lot of uh, really good players. Uh, I, I, I stay down to TPC and Greyhawk mainly, uh, which also we have a lot of. I mean, yeah, obviously it's TPC course, there's a lot of players there as well. But, you know, in terms of doing research, I, it's the best place in the world. I mean, there's more testing hot, and well, there's just, there's so many great offers there. Yeah. And uh, there's more tour players in, in the Phoenix Valley than, uh, than any other place in the United States.
0: It's true. So um, I mean, I really appreciate the time, Kim. This was awesome. Again, I couldn't wait for this interview. Uh, I forgot that you're from Westchester and it's just going to make me feel even warmer when I go back home to know that's where you came from uh guys if you haven't checked out kbs you're completely missing out i've been talking about it for years to all my friends uh you have to check out the driver shaft you have to check out their line and uh just excited for the growth and to continue to keep going i'm really happy to meet you man pleasure yeah a lot of fun all right thank you